Welcome to this edition of Hindsight is Horrifying, the show where three mostly normal and somewhat cynical adults discuss life as members of the TV generation. Now here are your hosts, Darth Jada, Jason Mitchell, and Adam B. Hello, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Hi. Boys and girls from around the world, we're back with another episode of Hindsight is Horrifying. And uh, who's it was? Uh, it was my pick. This I, did, week. I do believe it yeah, was, it was my your pick. pick yes. What movie did I pick? Streetlight. <laughs> I yeah. I I don't know why. Uh, I, I wanted something old and kind of and gritty. And gritty. Yeah. And that's why you invited me here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to be here. It's good to be anywhere. That's so true. Freewheeling, bachelor style travel. We're in the podcast, having fun. I don't know. What do dudes do? I don't know. Uh, Whatever. Sleep. Um, (laughs) We are doing the uh, classic uh, 70s Burt Reynolds, Dirty Harry Goes to Atlanta movie, Sharky's Machine. He's not even kidding. (laughs) What is it's No, I know. It's almost, yeah, it's like explicitly (laughs) Dirty Harry Goes to Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is a movie based on a book uh, that was... Uh, By es- William Deal. William Deal. Uh, it was essentially written for Burt Reynolds. Um, the author s- actually sent a copy to Burt Reynolds uh, once it got published. What uh, kind of a dream is that? Like, if you're an author... Cause, oh, I mean, God. That's happened imagine? a couple of times in Hollywood. For instance, Zach Braff, when he was writing Garden State, wrote Natalie Portman's part for Natalie Portman. It doesn't wrote- happen very often. No, it doesn't, yeah. but, like... You hear those kind of stories and you're just, but think about it. If you wrote a book and the character that you base or like the person you base the character on is a badass like Burt Reynolds, you send him the book and what does he do? Yes. He, he makes yes. a movie yeah. out of movie. it. Yeah. And yeah. he becomes Stars the character. And directs. Yeah. 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 Does it all. No, he's, uh, he's looking for the raccoons on the train tracks. <laughs> yes. The movie opens right. up with, interesting thing, this, uh, the movie opens up with uh, the song Street Life. Street Which was by, I think, the Commodores originally. Let's find out. But it was reorchestrated uh, for this movie. And do you know who reorchestrated it? Linda Belcher. No. Who? A very. Uh, Randy Crawford? Uh, Street Life. Song by Randy Crawford. Yeah, I don't think it was him and the. Crusaders? Crusaders. Okay. Yeah, the Crusaders. Uh, not the Commodores. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it was, uh, it was reorchestrated by a particular person who ended up being famous for playing the trumpet in front of a band next to Johnny Carson. You're kidding me. Doc Severinsen. Wow. Yep. It was, re- it was reorchestrated by Doc Severinsen. Um, and I, you know, it's a really good, uh, good version of it, but for a second, I thought it said edited by William Goldman. And I was like, <laughs> um, what movie wasn't he a part of? My God. <laughs> but- this, this is a movie with, uh, with a, a great cast. Oh yeah. I mean, it's got, I, I love all the actors. I love every performance uh, in this movie. As but eclectic one, and random as the characters are, yeah. Well, it's funny because watching this movie, I kept thinking, which one is Brian Dennehy? And then I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought the same thing when I first laid eyes on him. Yeah. No, I had Neither the exact one. same <laughs> yeah, None it's of a, them. Uh, Brian, Brian, Brian Keith. and um, Also uh, known as Papi O'Daniel <laughs> yeah. from Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Um, and... And, uh, oh, God. Um, Peter Griffin's father on Family Guy. Francis Griffin. No, no, I know, I know. I'm blanking on his name. 
Oh, the actual Charles actor's Durning. name? Charles Durning. Yeah. Charles, Charles Durning. Durning. Yes. Um, but anyway, we'll get into that. Jade, why don't you tell them uh, the synopsis? Oh, I'm supposed to do the synopsis? Yeah, get used to it. I've never done that before. <laughs> okay, uh, so the synopsis is Burt Reynolds is Sharky, a relentless undercover vice cop determined to smash an international crime syndicate while protecting a beautiful and dangerously involved young call girl because she's still alive. Once they're dead, they're just hookers. Yeah. That's what I've heard anyway. Yeah. Uh, why don't you explain to the ladies and gentlemen why it is that he's a vice cop? Oh, yeah. So uh, Sharky's involved in a bust gone wrong. He was a part of Homicide. He was a yeah. I, I couldn't get over that either. The the very same actor, old Charlie, kept calling homicide homicide throughout the entire movie. That's like you, you gotta see, call homicide. Like, do, do you ever see like in an old movie when they say helicopter? No, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've never heard anybody call. I, it. I've seen that in many like movies from the fifties when helicopters were still a relatively new thing. Oh Christ! And, yeah, uh, and the funny thing is, I thought about it and I realized that's actually the correct way of saying it. It, it, if you think Explain about Explain yourself. Well, like a helial shape. You don't okay. say you don't yeah. say a helial shape, you say a helial. What kind of orbit does it have? It has a helial orbit. It's yeah. actually the correct pronunciation is actually helicopter. I'll go with that. And there. That's that's the amazing thing. I don't know, argue. it's the same old argument between like uh pecan and pecan. Do you yeah. call it a con of soup? No. <laughs> it's not a pecan. Yes, it is. <laughs> no, it isn't. Yeah. You're from the South. We've had this argument before. God. Well, there's so many words. There's so many things. And, you know what and, the worst part is, Jason? Does... You're from out of state. <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> fucking up my city. You're both from out of state. That's, That's the problem. You know, you're right. You are the, the one yeah. Georgia native here. That's the, me. It, I, I guess it is a Southern thing. And this is a very Southern. This, this is a, a combination. I think this is why I like this movie so much uh, for all its flaws. And it, it is flawed. It I'm is. Not, I, I'm not going <laughs> to. Swimming in flaws. Yeah. But it it's it's a 70s new school movie. It has that new school gritty dark edge to it. You know, now, you may have to explain lighting. what new school is. Like the, the new school was a was a movement that basically sought to not do the Technicolor 60s epics and things like that. They mm -hmm. wanted to do things like Marathon Man. Marathon Man is new school, and that's yeah. a very. I still need to watch that. I have the DVD that you let me. It's a fantastic movie. It's absolutely fantastic. It. Yeah. Oh, but we just part passed an important part, especially uh, insofar as how Sharky holds his weapons on his person. That is weird. Uh, where was it? I gotta find it. Oh yeah, Sharky, and this is all according to IMDb. Uh, but Sharky carries his weapons in a rather bizarre manner. A Colt, uh, 1911, 45 ACP sits behind his left hip but forward, all but impossible to present using the right hand. Yeah. He is seen drawing it with his left hand. He also carries a six-inch Colt Python 357 Magnum upside down on his left ankle and is seen retrieving it while sitting on the ground during the shootout with the jump yeah. man yeah. in the very beginning, which yeah. is what we we're watching. We passed by the, the that part, but I did... I'd never really noticed that before, but particularly... When he is uh, in the last scenes, when he's going through the hotel, it's very obvious that his revolver is is in a holster on his his on his back upside but, down. But no, but the butt is pointed out that way. So yeah. if he reached back to grab it, he would be picking it up with the. It would be upside yeah. You'd have down. to like rearrange it. It'd be super awkward. And I don't know. It's like what was the. 
what was the thinking behind that? Did he think it just looked cool? I mean, it's Burt Reynolds. He knows guns. Yeah, yeah. you have yeah. to wonder. Yeah. Well, it, it's a two-hour movie, and the original cut was even longer. Uh, ooh, a Martabus, because yep. where are we? Atlanta. Like you said, we're yeah, in Atlanta. It's, it's a very Atlanta. Well, that's what I was saying. It's it's a 70s new school movie. and Set it's, in 1981. Well, well, made in 1981. Yeah, but it's... it's oh, yeah. Released yeah. in 1981. It's whatever. like Disco. Disco was as much an 80s thing as a 70s right. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but no, but it, but the other angle to it also is the fact that, and you know, we are based near Atlanta. We're in the the, the metropo- suburbs, the metropolitan area, <laughs> the burbs. And the movie is absolutely set in Atlanta. And oh, 100%. they go so far out of their way to like highlight Atlanta. Like they even say street the Westin. <laughs> you know, they're like, oh, is he? He's at the corner of Mitchell and something. Yeah. You know? um, well, of course you say Mitchell. <laughs> of course you would. But, but, but you see the Marta buses. I learned from this is I, I wouldn't want to live in Atlanta in the seventies. No, it looks pretty why. rough. Yeah, it, it looks, just looked, yeah. looked very gritty. Well, what most people don't realize is that, you know, Atlanta used to be one of the murder murder capitals of the nation before the 1996 Olympics came in and cleaned everything up. And Jerry Seinfeld came and watched a equestrian that one year that we attended. So, oh, okay. uh, you know, it, it cleaned up significantly when I was a kid. And now people go to Atlanta because it's actually safe to be there. I go uh, there for my peaceful little Dragon Con summit every year. I, I would debate the it's safe well, to go there part. Well, okay, I'll debate that it's, it's safe, safe during Dragon Con her. because you're surrounded by 100,000 oh, yeah. nerds who are all carrying weapons, and if somebody gets attacked, we're going to jump you well, and rescue and, the nerd that's under well, attack. Well, and also they know when it's Dragon Con and they have a shitload of cops there. That too? Yeah, so that, that helps. That's um, helpful that some weapons are fake, some are real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that so, is helpful. Yeah, but it is, I mean, it is very much, I mean, it's Atlanta Police Department, you know, they're riding around on MARTA. Um, it, it's, uh, you know, the Weston Hotel obviously plays a very prominent role. It shows up approximately yeah. 70 and a half times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they keep showing you the freaking well, Weston Hotel. back then it, you know, what, what skyline did we have? No, that's what I'm saying. It stands alone yeah. on the Atlanta skyline. It was the tallest building at Imagine the time. Imagine how cool that must have been when that thing first went up. Because I sent you, you know? guys that last night. What was the height on? 200, 220 feet. 220 feet. Be- because the big stunt in this Dar movie. Robinson. I think his name was Dar. Well, and it, it, it it's a shame, too, because that shot hardly gets used. I know. Barely, yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, and but it's actually about the Hyatt Regency Hotel. So at 220 feet, the stunt from Atlanta's Hyatt Regency Hotel, doubling for the Westin Peachtree Plaza, still stands as the highest freefall stunt ever performed from a building for a commercially released film. Yeah, I mean it's it, and that's kind of an amazing thing to think that all these years, you know, Tom Cruise hasn't beaten that. Especially with how short he is. You think that they would count the feet extra yeah, that's for Tom Cruise. Oh, that's true. This would be like a 600-foot jump in Tom Cruise feet. Exactly. See, he'd jump off the West and just so the gay gay thoughts couldn't catch him. Like- <laughs> oh, they would catch him. My life is a stunt. They would catch him. So Sharky, Sharky gets himself into a... He gets demoted uh, to vice. Yeah, he gets into a shootout. A civilian gets shot. Where uh, um, we get down to vice and guess what, gentlemen? Like in uh, Deliverance, did you know that the writer of the book made an appearance in the movie? Yeah, he's he's like the he's, he's the a pimp. PIMP. Yeah, yes. he's, he's yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's interesting. I did not know that. Yes, and so the whole sort of deal uh, shows up. Yeah, the idea is it's basically you have a brilliant cop who gets through you know whatever actions, recklessness or whatever. He's sent down to the hole, this well, slummy, it, filthy. It's not recklessness unit. on Sharky's part because what happens? His uh. 
his drug deal goes wrong because this seemingly bumbling other Smiley? detective, Smiley, shows yeah. up. And he, he's So Sharky's in the middle of a bus. Like, he's playing it cool. He's a good cop. But then Smiley's like, hey, Sharky, you doing okay? And it's just, it's so awkward and clumsy. And so uh, when Sharky gets demoted... His partner is like, yeah, Smiley, you fucking moron. Like, oh, thanks a lot. Tra- Charles Durning was, Durning was uh, Pappy, not Brian Keith. Oh, he was yeah. Papa. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. yeah. Pa- Papa is, yeah. Charles Dunning is Frisco. Durning. Durning. Sorry. Durning. It's blurry. But, yeah, so you get down to Vice. You have Charles Durning. He's Frisco. Uh the then best, you have the, the Bernie Casey, character. who is Arch. Arch, Arch, yeah. Arch is... I, I want to do a whole, like... Arch belongs in the metaphysical universe. <laughs> he does. I mean, I'm convinced that Arch and uh, Billy, who we'll get to, uh, which, for Solo, God's sakes, yeah. it, it, and it has ninjas. <laughs> yeah, the ninjas were so random. Like, my God. But, I mean, why not, man? Well, because we, need some, we need some henchmen. It's well, one of those books, or excuse me, one of those movies where I was like, the book had to have made more sense. And one of the reasons I first started thinking this is because it's a pretty... You know, straightforward cop movie for a second. You're like, oh, okay, you know, detective gets demoted to vice because he messed up on this bus. Okay, whatever, got that. But then when they're on a stakeout later, you know, staking out hookers. <laughs> tough, just, tough job. And I know hooker. Huh? Yeah. They were specifically looking for one hooker. Yeah, but there are two hookers in the same apartment. Yeah, but she was collateral. Oh, wow. Oh, wait. Spoiler alert. (laughs) But we'll get to it. No, but when they're on the stakeout, Arch starts talking about this uh, domestic violence call that he was called to at a house. And he didn't have a partner that day, but he goes to the house and there's this woman freaking out, bleeding from the face. Her husband must have smacked her or hit her or something. And the guy who hit her comes out of the bathroom, like, waving a gun. And Arch just has this big speech about, I just, you know, I disappeared. Like I went to another plane of existence or something, and I he pulled I, his antenna in, and he well he, he describes just, it in like five yeah, different ways yeah. to get Sharky to pick up what he's laying down. He's like, I pulled my antenna in, you know, I ceased to exist, I disappeared, and so I walked across the room and I just looked at the guy, cool, calm. I wasn't giving him judgment, I wasn't giving him shock, nothing, man, and he didn't shoot me. And well, then I, remember, I said, hey, yeah. ma'am. And she was surprised to see me across the room. And it's like he manifested across yeah, the room. Yeah, she was She was still looking at where he was. Yeah. See, and I loved... I, and and Ber- I think the Bernie, book probably did a better job of describing I, that. I don't, I don't think so. No? No, I think Bernie Casey's conversational way that he described that was, was just... From an acting perspective. He did a good job, I mean, but it's I, a hard concept to bring about. Yeah. I don't know. It's difficult to translate. Well, and, and that is probably about the time, too, because. But I there's lo- no payoff to it, sadly. They, well, they take yes, that, there is. At the very end. At the very end, there tries is. Again. No, but it's yeah. not successful. He doesn't disappear. He gets shot I, <laughs> multiple times. Well. And the whole point of it is that, like, but he didn't get shot in the head when the guy was screaming at him. Oh yeah, and I, I'll, I've, oh, okay. I've you know always what? interpreted that as he didn't give him anything. Like the guy's pointing the gun at him and and he screams twice. That's true. And it's like yeah. I'm trying to make you flinch. And Billy's giving him yeah. the rage and feeding all the emotions to Arch, but yeah. Arch doesn't give him anything back. Okay, all right, I'll go with you on that. I I am willing to say that if the first third of this movie, um, was the an entire movie. Like if it ended, um, I'm trying to think. What was it that the last thing before their their decision to start tapping uh, the phones? 
They bust a hooker. They at, bust like, a hooker. Oh, Centennial right. When she, she says, yeah, she tells the guy, you know, your Mabel. thousand. Yeah, your Mabel. Played by B. Arthur. Yeah. <laughs> no, if it's the, uh, if the movie, If the movie had actually ended there, I admit it would be a very weird ending. But I think it would be one of the best movies I'd ever seen. Because the whole from the beginning to there, to me, is just brilliant. All the actors are just doing this great chemistry they're, everybody's delivery is just and they're all, phenomenal. They're all very unique characters. Like, yeah. Papa's always gnawing on some sort of animal. <laughs> like, he's eating ribs or fried chicken. or And Arch doesn't eat any of that. He eats sushi and raw fish. And uh, Papa's like, what you eat all that Jap stuff for? And he's, it's not good for you. The Japanese don't grow that tall. And it's so they're, racist. They're Asian. <laughs> like, but that well, that's the whole well, thing. Well, and that's another discussion later kid. in the movie because yeah. they're they are throwing around some slurs. Uh, well, then they even, yeah they make a point of that. Yeah, because what Asian. is it they said? <laughs> yeah, because college uh, guy. Yeah, because Charles Durning he said he calls somebody a chink, and Arch Arch corrects him, and he's like Asian, and they look at Arch and goes Asian. He said Asian, and they're like college. Yeah, <laughs> you learned that in like, college because he's not a racist. That means he went to college. <laughs> well, clearly there's a huge difference between Atlanta Vice. And Miami Vice. Hey, Mr. Brown. It just, uh, okay. Take your mic and turn, Oof, I'm feeling the heat. <laughs> is that better? Oh, my gosh. That's there you go. There, there it is. There it is. Welcome like, to the show. Yeah. I was like, there's something wrong with my mic, but it's too late into the show to fix it. But look at that. Just <laughs> yeah. a quick turnaround. Yeah. I, I didn't notice it until that very second. So that's a uh, little, you know, uh, that's uh, behind the scenes stuff. Oh, yeah. It's oh, a directional here microphone. Is, here's the phenocyclidine or cocaine or synthetic heroin or whatever the hell drug we're dealing with. Because there's PCP and synthetic heroin. Yeah, I don't. And then you think Billy's doing coke, but then, I don't know. I think it's PCP, really, because uh, Billy, so you, I was a little confused at first because I thought Billy was the man because he's the one assassinating everybody. Yeah. But it's not. Victor is the guy who's right. in charge of all the yeah, Billy's prostitutes. Yeah, Billy's the ninja. <laughs> Billy, Billy's the, the... Lead ninja. The lead ninja. Lead ninja. He <laughs> doesn't do the dirty work. Yeah. And see, Billy, the reason, uh, you this know... so painfully 70s. <laughs> well, see, this circular bed that rotates. Okay. Yeah, baby, you <laughs> want a shag? Okay, see, Oh, no, that's... I fell over. Turbulence, <laughs> darling. Oh, no. That's something I love about it because I love it when a movie gives you a glimpse into like houses and what people like a little time capsule of what people were sort of seeing in the news and on on TV and what their world actually looked like. Yeah. Um, Particularly Domino's apartment. Because I was looking at that and like in the 70s, they would have said this is oh, wow, this apartment's incredible. Oh, uh, the Sarge says that, Charles yeah. Durney. Yeah. Because he every time they get together, he's focused on the wrong thing. Like when they're looking up tapes to find the bad guy, he's listening to uh, what turns into a bust with a hooker, and he's listening to the dirty talk, treating it like porn. And he's like, oh, this is getting me so hot, you guys. Oh my! And he's just sitting there in vice, like, yeah. oh, this is so sexy. Turn it up. Like, And then later when they're in Domino's apartment, because someone gets shot in the face, uh, he's like, Oh my yeah. God! You see this apartment? We're on the wrong side, you guys. Like he's always focused on the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that incredibly brutal kill coming up. But so basically, what what um, sort of kicks the actual story off? Um, a, a hooker jumps out of a thirty story window. Oh wait, that's Lethal Weapon. Yeah, Just that's, that's a different one. Yeah. Sorry, different cop movie. Um, well, they do, but there is a hooker involved. Uh, because, Isn't there always? Yeah, because uh, the Vice Squad arrests somebody named Mabel. Mabel's a a regular 
Uh, they everybody knows Mabel in the Vice Department. Mabel, but, Mabel, if you're able. Um, but uh, fifty bucks too, inflation. You know, she's oh, yeah. gonna charge that guy fifty bucks. And I love what, what she, would that be today? And the guy said, "I, I, I don't, don't know. know. That's a good point." But he's like, "I wouldn't pay you fifty bucks to do anything." <laughs> oh, that would—that's <laughs> that the that worst cold. thing you can say. Ice cold to a professional lady. I don't yeah. know. I mean, she'd probably be good at like cleaning stuff. <laughs> <laughs> pay her fifty bucks for you know paint my. Can house. you do my taxes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, couldn't be worse. <laughs> um, and that way you could deduct the what you're paying a hooker. Yeah, so, yeah okay. there, you there you go. Um, mm-hmm. But Mabel, though, reveals that she is absolutely terrified of, uh, the man. of the man who is someone who apparently has these $1,000 a night hookers. Like a slew of them. And yeah. what I don't understand is that everyone is utterly terrified to drop his name. His name is Victor. Uh, does he have a last name in the IMDb, Adam? Negative. Just Victor. Okay, he's just Victor. But he's not because remember hiding. she won't say his last name. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So uh, and Domino won't name him either because Bert is like shaking her very 70s style, and he's like, "What's his last name? Damn it!" And he, he's threatening to punch her in the face, and like he's being very rough with her. And she's like, "No, it doesn't matter. He owns me. He owns you. He owns everything." And I'll I'll never tell you his name. And Mabel was like, "Oh, I'll never say his name." Nobody wants to say right. Victor's name. But he's flaunting his existence in the middle of a crowded restaurant yeah. surrounded by hookers. Who cares if you know what his name is? Yeah, it doesn't matter. It, it, that That's the, the thing with Victor. Um, and that was the, the worst. What? Sla- oh, <laughs> Mabel yeah. just like, hit her Reynolds in the he? face. Oh, did she hit him with a purse? Yeah, she oh, yeah. purse. Yeah. slapped him and he was just purse. like, All those condoms would probably soften it. You what know. is this filled with? They didn't use, Hooker they didn't use condoms. Oh, that's true. Then. Yeah, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Wait, there were no condoms in the 70s? There were, but we never used them. <laughs> <laughs> this late breaking <laughs> development <laughs> brought to you. That explains so much. <laughs> um, Does it? That was an 80s. Condoms was an 80s thing, you know? Uh, well, don't you go insane when you have certain. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. And uh, moving I'm on. Just being um, Stage four syphilis, they call it. <laughs> Proceed. So, they, I thought that was all part of the red light behavior that you learned oh, yeah. not to participate in in the Navy, Mr. Brown. Do as I say, not as I do. That's what I always say. <laughs> <Got it. laughs> if your coworker comes in dressed as a furry, that's. <laughs> that is very red light yeah. behavior. Um, uh, yeah. So anyway, back to. Uh, no, I want to see where the author was. He's the pimp. Where's the pimp? We may have already passed it. We it. We've been hanging right. out in Vice for a little while now, so right, I'm not so sure. Fair enough. Good deal. So this hooker has now given Sharky this idea that there's something going on. But the, who is that guy there? That is not Victor. No, that He's was, one of the henchmen. It's oh. Percy. Yeah, and Percy, I guess Percy is like a lower level pimp. Got it. Or like a... a he's a pimp he's, lieutenant. Yeah, a, a mid-level. <laughs> mid-level he's, pimp. He's a captain. <laughs> He's a P3. Who <laughs> <laughs> was a hooker and pretty woman? <laughs> Richard Gere? They all were, honey. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so the, Mabel provides this sort of opening clue that, that gets them looking into right. uh, Victor. Because, yeah. and it comes full circle, because they're at first sent out on the beat to protect the candidate for governor, Hodgkins. 
who isn't he speechifying at Centennial Olympic Park? Yeah. Isn't that where they were? Okay. Yeah. And, well, it um, wasn't Centennial Olympic Park, but I don't know what they called it back no, then. No, but that's what I'm saying yeah. is I know it wasn't back that's, then. But that's that the lo- weird thing, seeing some of those old buildings and going like. That's not what that is anymore. <laughs> yeah, like, wow, they tore that down? That was, you know, or that that one building that. Look, it's Antonia Sloviak from Wonder Boys. <laughs> <laughs> it's a transvestite hooker, and it, it, it's a yes. great bit because the Papa's trying to uh, put her in the system, and he's like, uh, I'm uh, Raquel. You know what? Let's just call me Ralph. It'll yeah. make things What's easier. What's your last name? <laughs> just Ralph. Just Ralph. <laughs> yeah, that was Papa's whole like Papa un- unflappability preach. in that. But anyway, so they find out they find a list of phone numbers, and they decide that they're going to tap these phone numbers. There's seven phone numbers, and they're going to tap them to see what's going on. The police department authorizes six and denies one. So Sharky hmm. decides that he's got to go and call in a favor from his friend, the lawyer from Fletch. Nosh. Yeah, Nosh. <laughs> uh, who I really, it sucks that they killed him. They kill oh, everyone. They so kill everyone. Alert, yeah. Everyone dies. Everyone dies except maybe Except Arch. Sharky and Domino yeah. and maybe, maybe Arch. Arch. Maybe Arch. It's still, jury was still out. Uh, yeah. Richard Libertini is yeah. Nosh. Yeah, Richard Libertini, also known as the lawyer from Fletch. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah. thought he was great. Yeah. I do love him. Oh, he's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so their whole relationship, their banter, uh, you know, just when they're both sitting there talking and he's like, did you fuck her? It's okay. It's been a long time. I won't be mad. Because he was in love with this girl in <laughs> yeah. high school, Hindsider. So Nosh is like, oh, yeah, remember what's your name? Uh, like Rosalita or whatever. I don't know what her name is. I'm making it up. But he's like, oh, you fucked her, didn't you, Sharky? I know you did. You can tell me. It was a long time ago. Just tell me. And he's like, yeah, yeah. I won't be mad. Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah. God damn it. He freaks all mad at him. Because Nosh is just the the typical perpetually angry guy, except yeah. when his daughter shows up. His little six-year-old oh my God, comes down the little, stairs to say goodbye. daughter's so cute. Oh, even Bert was so cute yeah. with her. because yeah. he, He's like Uncle Sharky. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he kisses her. She talks to him, like says goodnight while she you know puts yeah. her lips on his face. And he's like, oh, you were talking during that. That doesn't count. It was <laughs> yeah. so freaking yeah. cute. It's like the one cute moment in the entire movie. Yeah, that's surrounded with you know or filled with hookers and blow and PCP. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's... I well, mean, it, it's not an upbeat move. That's that's the whole thing with this with this era of filmmaking. It was they when they picked a movie like this, it was going to be gritty and dark, and you know they weren't going to show the good side of prostitution. No, um, although it's <laughs> the good side. Of prostitution. I, well, I think they were just trying to show that Sharky had some depth. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's he a question. Depth. So, uh, they here's something that never really. I mean, they sort of pay it off a little bit, but uh, it. You come to find, so Hodgkins, the candidate for governor, is uh, involved with the ring of hookers, particularly Domino. He's in love with Domino. He's in love with Domino. He's going to buy her a house. That's her whole big dream, and we'll get back to that because that comes full circle, too. But they mention the fact that, uh, like, they're buying and selling girls, like, on the sex trade when they're little. And so you think that that's going to come into play with Nash's kid because they make such a point out of her. Like she comes downstairs, yeah. says hello, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, they're buying these girls when they're very little." And you're like, "Oh no, maybe he gets to Nash's daughter." No, that never happens. But they do come back to it a little bit because they say that Victor picked Domino up when she was like twelve or something, yeah, and quote unquote trained her over and over again, which is super creepy and terrifying. Yeah, and, they raped her and drugged her. Yeah, you know, and that's the whole process to turn them into prostitutes. But yeah. uh, yeah, but I don't know. I thought that was going to have more to do with the other teammates with the little girl of Nasha's, but it, it didn't. Yeah, I, I can see where I, that that makes perfect sense. That was a little sense. misleading. Yeah, I mean, I think with the um, the prostitution side of it, because it's really a human trafficking movie. 
You know, it's really that's it boils down to. Yes, he's a pimp and he's pimping girls out. But worse than that is he's kidnapping little girls and buying kids from God knows who and rearing them and, into and prostitutes. Them, yeah, essentially. yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and then God knows what happens to them once they get to you know too old and they right. can't earn a thousand dollars a night. You know, well, you've the, heard of puppy mills. It's like a hooker mill. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, what? Is that funny? <laughs> I don't know that I would have ever heard the term hooker mill. Well, I just coined it. It's, you can you can have it. <laughs> I'm going to use it every day. Oh, band name. I'm going to do a crochet. <laughs> the hooker mill. We are hooker mill. mill. Rock on. Rock all night. So That's a whole new meaning. We do need to. Um, Take we a do, break. Well, not not just here. We got a little bit left. Okay. Uh, but we we should bring up Domino. With an, e. With, with an E. With an E. Even though she has a domino taped to her door. And that doesn't not have a, I wrote that down. E. I was yeah. like, she's got a domino on her door with well, you, no you, E. Well, yeah. you know why it had an E. No. It had to have seven letters in it for the phone oh. number. They, they threw that E on at the that's, end. That's, yeah. Look at this man. I'll be damned. Yeah. He's a genius. Every yeah. now and then I come so, through. So Mr. Brown has yes. spent a lot of time in the covert world, you know, uh, breaking codes and... Actually, tapping. actually spying on girls from a distance. Yeah, I was about to say tapping phone lines, but apparently you <laughs> oh, were tapping something a else. Loofah. <laughs> 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 What's a loofah? <laughs> um, well, actually, we should probably, let's go ahead and take a break. On that bomb. Yeah, now's yeah. a good time. Yeah, so we will be back in about one, one second. second. And we're back. Yay. Take it away. No, I was just going to say, you know, I I had to walk away for a short time during the movie, and, and I did see Bert in bed with a, a woman. Was it, yeah, it was girl? Domino. But this was before he even met Domino. Wasn't he in bed with a girlfriend or something earlier? He didn't have a girlfriend. Mm-mm. All right. There was no Maybe girl. Maybe it was Domino then. Okay. Maybe you were doing too much synthetic heroin. I could have been some <laughs> or PCP. PCP. <laughs> I believe hey, I can fly. PCP was a big deal in it early, uh, late seventies, early eighties movies. Because if you took PCP in a in a movie like this, you were literally unstoppable. PCP yes. is a hell yeah. of a drug, Peter. Uh, but yeah, it, and that's what made me think. He, oh, he must not have been on cocaine, even though he's. Is it like a rosary that he's got his cocaine or PCP in, Billy? I think, yeah, it's something like that. Because yeah. Billy, uh, for those of you who don't know, Billy does a line right before he uh, assassinates his victims. And he does four lines. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying not to completely yeah. sell him out, but you know, yeah. So Billy gets blitzed on drugs before yeah. he kills his targets. And you come to sort of find later it's because he doesn't like who he is anymore. Yeah. Like he's the little brother who's underappreciated and he's just the assassin. Like yeah. Victor gets to enjoy all the success of their world. Uh, well, and Billy's the one murdering everyone. Elephant in the room sort of thing, uh, which is that Billy looks very Asian. He looks mm. like a California raisin. Uh, his face is so flat and like sort of wavy. <laughs> Oh my God! Nobody else can see this. <laughs> I'm going to call him right now. Do Henry, it, Henry Silva. Henry still alive. Henry Silva still alive. Yeah, he's, he's still alive. Old. Runs five miles a day. It's not an insult. I think really? the California raisins well, are very talented. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Go ahead and spin. Spin. Yeah. Spin yeah, that. Yeah, keep I'm it enjoying going. it. We're okay, sorry, whatever. Henry. I loved your performance. It's oh yeah, great. he's fantastic. Yeah. Um, Brown noser. Anyway. Um, he, Henry Silva, who plays the assassin, Bobby, uh, is Billy, Billy, <laughs> Billy is the he's referred to as the brother of Victor. 
Right. Now, Victor is very Italian. Yes. Like, couldn't be more Italian. He just into French all the time. Well, that's because, well, Victor does because it's the language of love, you know? Oh, hookers and love are the same thing? Okay, good to know. Well, he always pretends that he's in love with Domino. It's an illusion. And that's his whole thing is that, like, Domino's the best because she creates the illusion that she loves you. Yeah, because so, she like, does. She gives yeah. the girlfriend experience. Yeah, and and it's like he refers to it as like art, you know, like oh, our last time together. Let's make. And it, she does you know, say yeah. she's going to make it the best time ever. Since it's the yeah, last but then time. she had to pop some medicine yeah. to help get through Here the moment. Go. Here's some yeah extra material for Victor and like his whole deal. Well, yeah, that they that there was more of a story yeah, to were, him in the novel. Yeah, well, but the thing is, okay, so Victor and and Billy, Billy. are not. They don't look like brothers. And it's never addressed, but it's obvious that Victor has the, you know, he is the older The brains son. of the operation. He's very much the dominant person in the relationship. Not and he, the dominant. He uses, he uses Billy as a henchman. Right. And I, I always wondered if they shared a father, but not a mother. And they were actually half-brothers. You know, were, were they in Indochina? Was he one day looking for... You know, who knows why, but was he in Indochina searching with his for family, heroin, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think that sort of that would if they explain that a little bit more, it would fill in the gap of why is it that Victor is very much in command and enjoys all the fruits of the of the business. He's a pure blood. Yeah. Not a half blood yeah. prince. And I think yeah. that Billy his entire life. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I don't know where I He's scoring from. major points over here. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, that just means I won't smack him later. Oh, okay. That's, <laughs> That's all that means. But no, but I think that would that would have informed the movie a bit more. Uh, it, it, and, and the book might have. I think you're digging a little too deep for this particular film. Because you guys, I both... Well, I don't know. I won't speak for you, obviously. Because I think you said something to the effect, Adam, of like all you could recall from this movie was Billy falling off the building. That was the one thing that I remember from the ad. And they just, they really showcased yeah. that stunt which yeah. is pretty amazing stunt, so, actually. I've never seen the movie. Oh, yeah, it's an incredible stunt, but I've never seen the movie, so there's no nostalgia involved for me, but was there for either of you? Because um, I don't think it's the greatest movie. Now, that doesn't mean I didn't enjoy it, but I don't really think it's a terrific movie. It's And it's too long for what it is. It, it is, and, and the middle segment um, drags it down. Yeah, big time. It, it definitely drags it down. They could have cut a lot of. They could have cut forty minutes of the stakeout on the hookers for sure, because that was the <laughs> longest stakeout in the history of stakeouts. Well, and it was except all- for the movie stakeout. Yeah, <laughs> that was a full two hours of staking out. Yeah, that was more exciting though. I this mean, one felt longer. I, I enjoyed. I enjoyed the whole the the synchronizing lives where Domino would be doing something. And Bert would be... He's, like, slowly you know, falling in love with her. Yeah, he's falling, falling in, in love. love with her. Well, and it's yeah. cute. You first uh, really see it where Victor, he's like, oh, does Hodgkins still think you're a dancer? And she goes, I am a dancer. And you hear Bert going, she is a dancer, like, defending her, even oh, though yeah. he's yeah, not yeah. in the room with her. I was like, aw, yeah. the bandit's in love with the hooker. <laughs> That's adorable. But But then the whole thing, when they are together, you have that incredibly awkward scene where he, he takes her to the safe house, which is his old childhood home that he's right. bought yep. in tent. She, all she wants is a house. Yeah, because that's the thing with Hodgkins. You know. He is in love with her, and he buys a house. Yes, and she's bu- like, did you really buy the house? Is it my house? And he's like, yeah. I, well, he, he sort of 
deftly maneuvers around that because he's like, I swear it's your house. And I was like, yeah. I wonder whose name it's in, though. Well, <laughs> but the thing is, what, what I liked was that that scene created this question of, well, is he telling the truth? And then come to find out when he's he in the he car with Victor, with her, yeah. he really was in love with her. Hodgkins he, yeah. loves Domino, but uh, he's all tied up with Victor and yeah. he's just the puppet that Victor's using to gain which political make, power. Which does kind of make it a little weird that she flips on him because he really didn't do anything to her. I mean, yes, but, but I'm she, not, I'm she not did saying not pros- know. She did not know he was not behind all of that. Right? Well, in Sharky yeah, doesn't give her true. much of a choice. He takes her. So uh, one of the twists that takes place is that Sharky's staking out Domino's apartment that she doesn't share with another girl, but another girl's staying there. Yeah. yeah. They, and uh, They do that. The other girl. That was actually very big in Atlanta in the like 60s and 70s because you had a lot of girls who were taking like clerical jobs in the city, but they lived far out. So they would just like, it was like a timeshare almost. Well, yeah, it was like they had one friend and they would, Oh yeah, she'll stay here during the week and then go home on the weekends and stuff. Yeah. So, uh, but there's another hooker sort of coming and going. Uh, what's her name? Tiffany. Tiffany. Uh, so Billy is sent to kill Domino. Yes. Uh, and so he goes up and brings a sawed off shotgun and like literally just, Shoots her straight in the face through her in, front door. In the fucking face. Yeah, like literally blows her Blo- face yeah, off. Literally blows her face Pretty off. Pretty brutal. And yeah. Burt Reynolds catches Wise a little too late, and so he thinks that Domino's been killed. But no, it was Tiffany. Yeah. And he which just, is so, but that's such a great scene though. Whenever he's in the apartment and she just comes in with groceries. Yeah, because, oh, yeah. Well, you know, and, but it's it's <laughs> it's pretty creepy there for a second because so uh, Burt that, Reynolds he is stole under that though. Yeah, from the film from Laura. 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 Yeah. yeah. But uh, it is creepy because he thinks that Domino's dead and he's kind of mourning that in his tough guy fashion, you know, you know, in silence. <laughs> but uh, so they're at like a baseball game. No way. Before you go to that, when I was watching the scene where she comes in, I just thought, how embarrassing would it have been if he was like good pulling out all of her underwear? <laughs> <laughs> just, just you know, like just it. jacking it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I love the smell just of your panties. <laughs> oh, what are you doing back here, Domino? Yeah, I because, thought you were dead. Well, and she, but she's or like, actually worse, wearing her pants. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna dance around. <laughs> like, I'm listening to here, disco. I'm just sitting here wearing nothing but a mustache. <laughs> a mustache and a smile. Don't need your mustache yeah. rides around here. But uh no, but listening to my funny Valentine frolicking around in her underwear. But yeah, so Burt Reynolds <laughs> thinks that Domino's dead for a couple of days. And then uh all the guys disperse because they're trying to figure out what their next move is now that their, you know, their pivotal witness is dead. And Burt Reynolds is like, all right, I'll see you guys later. And they're like, where are you going? And somebody else already knows Domino's place. Yeah, He's going to the dead hooker's apartment who he's never met, but he's in love with. And it's like, okay. And well, you're right. He is in her apartment when she just comes home with a big handful of groceries. Yeah. And she's like, and I guess she thinks that he's with Tiffany. Cause Tiffany, she's like, Tiffany, yeah. where yeah, are yeah, you? Yeah. Yeah. She plays, you know, oh, she's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Here? Oh, Tiffany's got a customer here. I better be nice. Yeah. You know, she, it's professional courtesy. And then she sees like somehow passes by the blood on the wall. Yeah. Like doesn't see well, any of the hole in the door. Yeah. Well, didn't he, didn't did he you, unlock the well, door? Well, it was did open. You? Well, oh, okay. did she you just no, right did through, notice? Because I, I wondered about that. Her groceries in front of her face. Yeah. But the door, if you if you watch that scene closely, the outside of the door has been covered. Right. Okay, I did see oh, that. Okay. Yeah. It, when you look in the hole, you can just see that what was covering it. So I thought, well, maybe she just didn't. Maybe they put up a board or something on right. the outside. Yeah. 
you know, you never know. Yeah, suspend I, your disbelief. I feel like I would notice. Yeah, you know? I would too. I'd like to think so. <laughs> Do you smell brains? I smell brains. <laughs> what do brains smell like? I, I don't know, <laughs> but I bet you'd know if you smelt them. I'll never know. Oh, <laughs> you'll never know the sweet, sweet, <laughs> sweet smell, smell of brains. Human brains. brains. You sound like now we've turned into a zombie movie. Oh. I need brains. But yeah, so Burt Reynolds gets busted just hanging out in Domino's apartment, and he he sort of absconds with her to his house, and she is safe there. But he safe is a flexible word. Safer than she would be <laughs> yeah, if safer, Billy found her. How safer, about that? Yes. And but safer. he's so aggravated with her and you know, he's in love with her, but he immediately gets violent with her cuz she refuses to tell him Victor's last name. And uh she's she has no faith in him. She's like, "So how many men do you have? More than 100?" And he's like, "I got four. <laughs> and she's like she's just how like, "How big okay. is your army?" <laughs> yeah, she's like, "Okay, well we're screwed." And so she has no faith in Burt Reynolds whatsoever and he smacks her around. They sort of smack each other around yeah. for a minute and then Not in a like endearing uh, no, Hepburn no, no, no. and uh, uh Tracy, Tracy sort away. of thing. No no, 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 no. It's it's a domestic. He lays one on her. <laughs> yeah. Well, and we were talking about this before the show how, you know, usually when we beat women it takes a few days. <laughs> For them to come back to us lovingly. And and she just turned around quickly. Yeah. And, and you don't know how many days it took the one. (laughs) Well, she sort of ends the fight by saying, Oh, don't you just know how to hold people? And he's like, yeah, but I don't have a thousand bucks. And that was cold. as Stone cold right there. And I think that hurt worse than the slap. But but then there's a very quick insert where now she's asleep. Okay. She's asleep and she wakes up because before they had the fight, you know, um, she said, oh, there's only one bed. And he said, yeah, I'll sleep on the floor. She's like, oh, yes, you will. Right. But then after. Which no woman has ever said that to Burt Reynolds, by the way. No. I'm just just letting you know right now. (laughs) Yeah. Only me. You said that to Burt Reynolds? <laughs> and uh, what did he, what was his response, Mr. Brown? I need to hear this story. I don't want to go into, into it. I've been trying to put it out of there, my there, mind for a, decades. There's a gag order in place. He really isn't allowed to discuss it. And no, deliverance gives him PTSD. No but, there, no, but there is a shot, though, where she wakes up and she, and it's very deliberate the way it's shot. She wakes up and she looks and he is indeed sleeping on the floor. Yeah. And... Like a gentleman. Well, and I think that's because it, it's like a, a sudden gear shift. The very next scene, they're talking to each other in a very semi-romantic, getting to know He's you. He's fixing sort of up way. his house, and she sees the tender side. Yeah, of him yeah. He, he whittles. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, yeah, he whittles, and he's he, a woodworker. He <laughs> watches children play. He's a doodler. Next door. He loves to. Watch children. He loves to watch children well, see, and hookers. See, that's the other thing. Like, it sort of implies that he really wants a family. Yeah, well, and true. they, they talk yeah. about that with Nosh because Nosh, you know, the little girl comes down and say, good night, daddy. Good night, Sharky. And he's like, oh, Sharky, you really should have one of those. They they keep you sane, you know, and I was like, kids don't keep you yeah, sane. Don't that is that, such yeah, bullshit. That's, that's false advertising. So no, what that that's guy, what people propagate to women to make us have children. No, what that is is like the alcoholic who tries to get other people to drink. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. what that guy was. Misery loves company. Oh, yeah. see, here's another thing about the kid industry. Like, you see Hodgkins kissing that little girl on the cheek, so you don't know, like, 
like, is she related to him? Is she part of Victor's trade? Like, what? It, so well, I was I giving this would, movie too much credit. You gotta yeah. kiss, well, you got to kiss a few babies as yeah. a politician to get elected back then. I thought you had to shake some babies and kiss some hands. So, but, but finishing up the domino thing, yes. I think that because they shift gears very quickly after the fight. And I think the idea was that little quick shot where she sees him sitting on the bed. The only th- interpretation I can come up with it could easily be wrong is that as bad as it sounds, he didn't rape her. And to her, that's like nice. And it's baby. like, oh, wait. Oh. Or even manipulate her into yeah, having he, sex. Yeah. Like, well, and they have almost the exact same conversation twice, and it ends almost the same way. So the first time she sees him uh, watching the kids at the school next door playing in the schoolyard. And she's like, you're a strange guy, Sharky. And he goes, yeah, I know. That's what everybody says. And then he leans in to kiss her. And hesitates and then doesn't kiss her. Yeah. And then she catches him sort of carving something in in the wall. And he's like, oh, I'm just doodling. And she's like, come on, what are you drawing? Man. It's like okay, this big, okay, cute okay. moment. Do but, not make fun of her voice. <laughs> no, it's, I'm just saying she's sort of needling him. Like, oh. come on, were you embarrassed to let me know it was a rose? Come on. And like it, Rachel it, it, Ward's voice is. No, I'm not making fun of her at all. It's just, but she's needling him. Yeah. Is, that was the point of that. I'm not making fun of her. Calm down. I didn't mean to upset you about Calm your down. girlfriend. You know, it is actually funny. Speaking of Rachel <laughs> Ward, yes. one, she wasn't supposed to be in the movie. Uh, somebody yeah. somebody else was supposed to be in it. I had that. But two, one of those weird sort of coincidence, synchronicity things where the universe or the simulation winks at you. I saw this movie. Um, it was it, I'd seen it whenever I was younger and I didn't really remember it. And I, a few years ago, I saw it again. And I was like, wow, you know, Rachel Ward, she's a really good actress. I really like her. She's, you know, I'd like to see more of her. It's a shame. And wouldn't most men like to see more? Well, of Rachel and, Ward? and the next day, for, and I don't know if it was because of the show or what, but for some reason I watched uh, Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid. Oh, yes. yes. And it was like, hey, that's her. That's her again. Yep. No, <laughs> she was brilliant. Yeah, they that's were in two weird. movies together, Bert and Rachel Ward. Yeah. Um, what was the other one? It was like in the 2000s, wasn't it? It was much later. Yeah. I want to say it was like 20-odd years later, yeah. I don't know the name of it, but they've been in more than one movie together. No, but I, but anyway, so her second conversation with him is like, oh, yeah, you're a weird guy, Sharky. And he goes, yeah, no, it's what everybody says. And then they actually kiss one another. So they're an item because he's protecting her and keeping her away from the police and, you know, her would-be assassin. So, uh, And he does a very good job of protecting, except for all those people who die. <laughs> hey, he's he's just one guy. He wasn't signed up to protect yeah. his whole machine. Just the one chick. Well, and that's the thing too. Like it kind of hits you at the end that like there's no sequel. <laughs> well, yeah, there's no sequel. But but like it's called Sharky's machine, and it's like oh well, the machine is just his, his outfit. His outfit. But then you you realize it's Sharky's machine. If it gets broken, I'll just get another one. Kind of yeah. Like he's not all that upset. I mean, my. Well, they're not his guys. They're not his partners. Like he, yeah, but in the movie he develops world. a rapport with them. Yeah, with them. But I think the audience feels more for his machine than he does. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Because I, I liked totally Arch. I I was actually upset when I saw Arch get <laughs> shot at the end. I was like, No, you're supposed to disappear. You're supposed to get away. No, we Come need on, to, Arch. We, need, we need to talk about what I think is the best scene in the entire movie, which is when Arch is shot, and he's he's laying on the ground. And he's bleeding, and, and Sharky. Goes you and I up, agreed about this yeah. before. Like we and both. And Sharky goes over to him, and they're talking. And, and no, no. 
keep in mind, he doesn't go over and like press a wound or do anything no, urgent just, when your friend is shot and you're supposed to do nothing like feeling pulses. Nothing. No, nothing they're doing happens. they're small doing, talk. Yeah, they're doing the cowboy and Indi- the the cowboy and Indian movie thing yeah, where. Yeah. You know, the one cowboy shot and the other one, they're just, you know, having their last words together. It's and he's a, got some It hurts, good, but it's a good kind of hurt. Yeah, and, he's, and <laughs> the best line, because he keeps calling Sharky back that's, and sort of borderline irritating. Well, that, that's why I think it was the best scene, because Bert goes to leave to go get the bad guy. Hey, Sharky. And, hey, Sharky. And, yeah. And he says something. And he goes to leave. Hey, Sharky. What? And, and the look on his what? face. That, and he, then even after Sharky leaves, he keeps talking. <laughs> yeah. And he's like. Ruin a perfectly good suit. <laughs> so, you know, I think it's pretty great. No, I see. I think in that in that moment where I think somebody's falling off this hotel, you guys. Yeah, that's what I think. Um, I, I think in um, in that moment where Arch is shot by Billy, and it's like Arch does his Zen thing because he's very Eastern. You know. Yeah, because at first I thought he didn't, and you guys talked me out of that. So that it makes sense. Well, no, it's it makes sense for you to think that because he says I tried to disappear, but I guess I didn't. Right, and it's yep. um, yeah. Uh, so but I think I think Arch is a superhero. He still yeah. yeah, and I think Billy is a superhero. I haven't rolled my the eyes fall, at this in a long time. The fall didn't kill him. There's your sequel, <laughs> <laughs> Arch versus Billy. He's why he's like those guys who get uh, messed up on PCP in Panama City. They jump out of like a four story window and they're walking around on broken legs. They don't mm-hmm. even know. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a hell of a drug. But um, I thought it was a bit of a letdown, honestly, with the movie because they kill the big bad guy first. Yeah. It, it, like Billy's yeah. not really the ultimate because it, it's not satisfying. I've, yeah, it's not because well, usually Billy kills the big bad guy. Yeah. Yeah, because, well, I don't yeah. know, but Billy, did, at first, Billy seems like the man. I thought he was the man, which is what they call Victor the entire time, because Billy's the assassin. He's yeah. the one actually doing the hurting. But then they just kill Victor. No, Billy kills Billy. Him. Billy kills Victor. Because That's of when a they spat. Have the whole, the, the, well, they have, no, he's firing. He's telling Billy, you're on your own now. Well, it's a brotherly thing. Yeah, they're fighting, and he's like, but I love you. And he's like, so what? You'll be fine. And then he shoots his brother in the back. Well, because his entire life, at least how I read it, is his whole life has been codependent with Victor. Right. Yep. And Victor is now telling him, here's 20000 bucks. I'll call you when I need you. Maybe this is why he started killing all those sorority girls in that house on campus, because his brother drove him crazy. Yeah. They're both called Billy. That's it's true. the same guy. See, well, this is Arch, just a prequel. Arch, Black Arch was a tri-delt, right? Yeah, yeah. He ended up in uh, uh, Revenge of the Revenge Nerds. Of the Nerds yeah. yeah. So, you know, so he I did still live. yet to see that movie. Oh, no. We got to see that <laughs> We've movie. We've talked about it. It's the best movie ever. Watch it. Ju- it's, it's your emblem movie, it isn't is. it, Mr. Brown? I Watch it just to get the, the Family Guy jokes. Because uh, there's a lot of okay. them. Okay. Yeah. Um, but so Arch and Billy, um, you know, Billy has killed everyone. Um, all Nosh, the good guys. Nosh, like Pop, uh, Papa. And you learn that because, uh, we didn't mention this, Smiley, the supposedly bumbling detective from yeah. Homicide, is one of the traitors. Right. He's the one who's been... What, was it Smiley or was it... Um... It was Smiley. That's right. Smiley. Yeah, JoJo got killed. JoJo, JoJo was JoJo was hit by the car. Because yeah. JoJo um, is talking to uh, Charles Durning, and he's like, 
you know, I, I cracked this. I figured something out. And he's like, what? What did you figure out? What is it? Tell me. And he's like, I'll no. I'll tell you later. I'm, I'm, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going straight to the DA. And of course, you know, Victor and his men know that yeah. that's going to happen. So they have JoJo run down. In front of the police station. But Smiley, like, goes full deliverance yeah. on poor Burt Reynolds and cuts off two of his fingers. Oof, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that, then Smiley, the Smiley gets, Smiley does get gut shot yeah. twice. Ouch. Good. Yeah. Um, because it, let's talk, because we haven't really talked about the actual ninjas. Yes, there are that's true. I know. We haven't even mentioned so the fucking ninjas. You were ninjas. talking about how one of them's like a ninja. No, there are actual ninjas in this movie. With nunchucks. They were very big in the. And in they the first appear because oh, yeah. Arch is, they're kind of leveling Arch's race because they're in a black club. And so Arch is the guy shaking down the other black guys, like saying, yeah. Give me Victor's name, man. Like trying to be all colloquial with them. And I love that scene. And it's, oh, it's a great scene. Yeah. But then Arch. I'm drop gets, a dime on your ass. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, what did he tell you? What did my partner say to you? You'd shoot my dick off if anything went down. (laughs) That's right. That's right. That's right. (laughs) It was very bad. You got that right. But um, so Arch gets (laughs) set upon by ninjas in an Atlanta alleyway. (laughs) And they're just like, whoa, and they jump out of nowhere with nunchucks. Very very common in the late 70s. Now, now Arch doesn't. It's the guy he's interrogating. Yeah. Oh, that's right, because he he was about to name Victor. Did you get them mixed up? Oh, oh, fuck you, Adam. <laughs> I thought they were the same guy. I thought they went after Arch because he was You know, it's hump. funny because I, I have the same problem with uh, 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 Brian Keith and, uh, <laughs> and uh, Charles, Charles Durden. Durden. Charles Durden, I know. <laughs> Old white guys. They do, I, I'm like, they do look a lot like interchangeable. I, I actually, halfway through watching the movie, because, you know, I always start and I look up IMDb first. Right. And like halfway through the movie, I was like, I had to pull up IMDb again. Which one's Brian Dennehy? Happy old Daniel. Neither, Neither. one is That's Brian Dennehy. <laughs> no, but I thought they went after Arch because he was the cop. But you're right. They did go after the guy for naming Victor. You're right. Yeah. So, and then Bert and kills then them, though. Later, the because yeah. they're in the middle of... I guess Lake Lanier. I, that's what I was assuming was Lake Lanier. Or Lake Ackworth. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. But I'm guessing Lanier. And so the ninjas are some of the ghosts that are out in Lake Lanier because Bert kills them both. But uh, they they set upon Bert because he goes looking for Nosh at his home because Nosh yeah. like gives up. And he's like, this is getting too hot for me. I've got to go home. I'm out. And so he goes home to his wife and girl. But then you find out later that everyone's dead. Yeah. Uh, because- and, and presumably... The only reason that Nosh was uh, was targeted was because Smiley, because remember Smiley stole the tapes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that they, from the stakeout, and then presumably well, Smiley Bert got led Nosh on. involved in the first place because he does the tapes. Well, yeah, and- but I mean, like who got who who told Victor, hey, this guy, you know, because oh. Smiley, yeah. he was the insider. Yeah. yeah, and Smiley is part of the whole corruption because they keep noticing that uh, homicide isn't coming down on certain crimes involving Hodgkins and his candidacy and all the hookers. So, uh, Arch just put four forty-five rounds into that dude. That's what I'm saying about him. Magnum. Yeah. (laughs) Most powerful handgun in the world. Well, actually the, the 44 from the bus chase, in the beginning of the movie, that's the exact gun. I was just being facetious, Jason. No, I'm just saying it's the exact same gun. But. Oh, I think I accidentally said 45. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) Um, the after the arch being shot scene, California raisin. He doesn't look like a California. Look how like deformed his face is. What? He's got a lot of sun as a kid. Deformed. Like just the shape of his face, he looks like a California raisin. Oh my god. I'm looking it up. Take her shovel away. <laughs> he's, just, he's just an older gentleman. Then we're not all California raisins, for goodness' sakes. Um, not everything is about you, okay? Not, not everything. The, not? the 
<laughs> the rather, I guess you could say, disappointing or not as satisfying thing is that Victor is dead. Victor is yelling and shooting Arch in the yeah. face. Okay. That's what he looks like. I'll give you that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to argue that. When he's doesn't... not yelling. There oh, he is. Oh, yeah, there he's, he's happy. <laughs> I'm telling you. He just did anyway. a line of PC. When they're what, Jason? <laughs> um, Victor is dead. Yes. And the, the only bad guy who's left is Billy. And Billy really is as far as, as far as bad guys go in the movie. I mean, Billy's the guy who actually killed his friends. So, you know, okay, that's fine. It's fine for the, the focus of the chase to shift over to, uh, to Billy. Because that's all uh, that's left. Because and Bert gets upset because he thinks that Billy's going to run downstairs and yeah, that just traffic. a street traffic cop <laughs> yeah. is going to get him, and he wants to be the one who takes Billy out. And he doesn't want. And it's not just about arresting him. I mean, he wants to kill, to him. kill him. And in this final moment where you see Billy standing, you know, with the uh, the sunlight, you know, totally underexposing him, yeah, or overexposing him, just um, like a California race. He. Um, he said, he says, you know, do you think I'm going to die? Mm-hmm. And Burt Reynolds says, yes, I do. And he's like, you're not going to kill me. And then he tries to kill himself. But before he can pull the trigger and kill himself, Burt Reynolds ventilates him. Shoots him through the window. He aerates Shoot, him. Shoots him through the window. Uh, and leading to the, what was it, the highest? Uh, 220 foot yeah, drop. 220 foot. Uh, Dar Robinson, by the way. The highest stunt drop in history in a commercially released movie. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, to this day. But not much of it is used. has not been beat. Yeah, but, no, unfortunately. Yeah, they use like much. half yeah. a second of it. Yeah, and then they shift over to the dummy, which, yeah, it's a dummy. Was there a dummy? Yeah, they cut to a dummy. I okay. hope so. They do. They, they, it, and it's, I don't know why they do, because it, the fall happens, and it's not even just a fall. The stuntman. Hang on, this right here. So, uh, that, Blood trail is remarkably high. So I don't know Burt Reynolds' exact height, but I'd say he's about as tall as you are, Mr. Brown, like six, six two, six three, no, somewhere thereabouts. Burt's a short fella. Was he? Yeah, go ahead. It's he always five, seemed eight. tall in the movies. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> five eight. Well, you're tall for a woman. What you trying to say, Mr. Brown? Anyway. Yeah, go ahead. Um, the blood stain was unusually high. Much like we should be okay. today. It's 420. 5'11". Okay. Yeah, I told you he was a short. But still, like, the okay. blood is above him. So, like, was Billy just hopping up and Billy, down while he was running? Look how tall Billy through? is. 6'8". He's a big guy. I'm making that up. But, Henry Silva. Uh, what um, I was saying, though. Yes, proceed, Jason. Is that the cool thing I think about this stunt is that when the stuntman, he doesn't just jump off the building. He, he has to go through the plate glass. Yes. Yeah. So they have, you know, fake, you know, you know, breakaway glass. Yeah. But just thinking like, you're not only about to jump out a building, I know. but before you do it, you can't really see where nope. the air cushion is. So you have to smash through the glass and kind of hope. Danny Glover's going to be mad. Yeah. The, yeah. Here we are. That's you now through the window. And then he turns around and they, now it's a dummy. I mean, it has to be. Like, no, it is. <laughs> it's absolutely a dummy. No. I th- yeah. Yeah. The way For it was bending reasons. was pretty. And, and here's yeah. the really weird ending, because you said, Jason, that the ending could have been with Mabel, because that's just so delightfully weird. This is even weirder. <laughs> a guy with eight fingers pushing a hooker on a tire swing in a schoolyard. She's school a yard. dancer. She's, dancer. She is a dancer. She's a dancer. But they're in I the schoolyard. <laughs> well, I see. I actually liked that because the movie, I, I like it when a movie, not, you know, uh, uh, prematurely, but when it knows. Movie's over now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
very quickly. You know, yeah, like all the bad guys are gone. It's yeah. over. What do you need to know? Those two happily ever, happily ever after. One shot, them on a tire swing. That's all you need. And you that's know that when Bert was directing it, that's exactly what he was mm-hmm, thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, and we Let's end, just end it here. And we end with a. Uh, oh yeah, look at all the uh, the uh, the the anchors. We're all local Atlanta anchors, including a guy named Forrest Sawyer before he went on to bigger and better things. Well, and what's funny is that, and I didn't notice it in I even watching Laura it the Robinson. second time. So you know who was supposedly in this movie, according to IMDb, is anchor woman Monica Kaufman. Yeah. Very famous. Uh, she was Monica Pearson in the movie, but I didn't notice her anywhere. I didn't either. She was playing an anchor woman in the movie under a different name, but I didn't see her. So that I'm guessing that got cut. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, I was like, Monica Kaufman, have. cool. Like, you know, because that's pretty, that's big Atlanta. That's, yeah. She's a very famous anchor woman here in Atlanta. But I was like, oh, okay. I never saw her. <laughs> and the movie literally ends with a bookend. Straight line. Because it began with Atlanta and it ends with Atlanta. Atlanta. And there you go. That's the movie. And uh, that was one of the two movies that I think of as Atlanta movies. And the other one is considerably weirder. Uh, we'll we'll Nin- save that 1979's <laughs> The Visitor. All right. We'll watch it one of these days. Anyway. For sure. Well, you know, Dar Robinson met a very tragic end. No. You didn't read about that? No. What happened to him? Yeah, at age 39, he was doing a stunt on a motorcycle, and he was supposed to make a turn before he went to the cliff and kind of passed the point of no return, literally just drove straight uh. off mm. to, his, to his death. And, and he was in the process filming three films. One was, I think, Lethal Weapon. That at that time, and then there was another one, then the then the third one, and and all three movies gave him a little dedication. Oh, yeah. I think Lethal Weapon did also. That's so, sweet. Yeah, and back to the Westin. I mean, that's a you know that's a job that you know. I mean, it's a tough job. Yeah, you're you're really tough. You're hanging your ass over the ragged edge, you know. Yeah. Uh, and of course, they gratefully acknowledge the uh, state of Georgia, the city of Atlanta, the Georgia State Film Commission in making this film. Where was Awesome Alpharetta in that? I didn't see a single nod awesome to Awesome Alpharetta. Awesome Alpharetta. All right, I'm I think, Jason, you could say God that it was. It. Uh, oh, look, and there's the broken window. <laughs> yep. I, I, <laughs> that I, they could, I didn't. I'd never, I did not, I'd never <laughs> stayed long enough to see that. They did just as good of a job patching that Western window yes. as they did patching the sawed off yeah. shotgun <laughs> hole in the hook. It was the same guy. <laughs> I'd oh, like to what, see the movie about the guy. Was it Kyle? Oh, my God. God, he's so terrible. Put up another thing. (laughs) It's a golden age for the criminal window repair man. I guess you could say, though, ultimately, that this movie was made in Georgia. Yeah. (laughs) So that's that's a a note to take away. But so I guess the last thing to do, gents, of course, is hindsight is horrifying's famous scale. S. Alf to Seinfeld scale. Um, this is tough. Straight five over here. First I, I'm, I'm going to go it. with a, with, I'm going to go with a, uh, a six because I did appreciate the performances more, but other than that, it was really about the same thing for me. Okay. Yeah. Mr. Brown. I'm just going to say a five. You know, when I watched it as a kid, I thought it was intriguing. I remember the guy falling out the window. In fact, he I was a kid in 1981. Well, yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> He was a young adult. Was, that was his grunge phase. <laughs> he was a little baby. He was throwing pogs and <laughs> but, <laughs> slamming the pogs. Yeah. But as always, I do enjoy watching a film with you and digging deep into it. And, and mm. you know, I just knew that, that Bert directed this. So, you know, you could tell, you could see his his fingerprints on the direction. I and think. now you've seen it. Yeah. You know, yeah. now you've, now you've. Re- I think that's the advantage of, yeah. of doing the show is that it's it's the most active watching I've ever done in my life. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. 
normally you just sit back and enjoy it. Now yeah. we, we're analyzing it, digging in, yeah. finding parallels, mapping it to Bob's Burgers and Family Guy. <laughs> you know, we're gonna we're gonna have to figure out on on a future show. We're gonna need to figure out what we think is Burt Reynolds' best movie. Ooh. Oh wait, and I'm gonna set a rule. Can't, can't, be deli- can't, can't be deliverance, right? Okay, well, I was going to say can't, can't be, smoke, be smoking, can't be smoking the bandit. Oh, oh, that's another yeah. great one too. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, all dogs go to heaven. <laughs> 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 anyway, I'm going to cut us out before Jason cuts me out. Anyway, this has been hindsight is horrifying. We appreciate you guys tuning in as always. Uh, I think you're done traveling for the foreseeable future because uh, Diva Las Vegas over here has been in and out of the country lately, uh, traveling. And in, uh, well, two weeks these? actually. I'm going to Barb's. Remember? Yeah, <laughs> but that's not international. No, it is not. No, you're not. I'm, you're not fighting kangaroos in Canada this time. They I were just, tough. You say hi to Miss Barb for us. But okay. anyway, so we are back on our regularly scheduled programming. Next week is my pick, I believe. So we'll see what happens with that. But thank you for joining us for your drive time, your listening time, your shooting up a Marta bus time, your. We're shooting up on a Marta bus time. You're stalking a pair of hooker time, like a pair of hookers time. Uh, this has been Darth, Adam, and Jason with Sharky's Machine on Hindsight. And good night.